Oh, let's do her. It's fucking game day. Game day. Let's drink beer, spark it, and have no fear because the Hawks, the Hawks. are gonna win today. Let's black out and rage. It's fucking game day. Let's drink beer, spark it. And have no fear because the Hawks, the Hawks are gonna win today. Let's black out and rage. After the game when we're all tore up, I will we'll meet at Mickey's, drunk as fuck. Hey, order a car bomb, call it a night. Go home, get as high as a kite because it's game day. Let's drink beer, spark a cig. And have no fear because the Hawks, the Hawks are gonna win today. Let's black out and rage. It's fucking game day. Welcome in, Iowa Hawkeye fans, to another episode of the Hawkeye Tailgate Report. I'm Luke Myers. We got Joey and Stim here tonight. It's been about a month, month and a half since we were last on. Well, at least. In in our defense, Iowa football had just started 0 and 2, and it was yeah. It so was, we gave up. Yeah, well, uh. I didn't give up. I didn't give up either. I said run the ball and we should be I fine. Never gave and down. we run the ball now and we won four in a row. Meaning I never was in. Okay, yeah. We get it, Joey. We get it. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Basketball guy. All right, before we start tonight, we'll give a shout out to... We're drinking some dimensional beer out of Dubuque, Iowa. In case there's ever a sponsorship opportunity. Yeah, I was going to say, let me be very, very clear here. We are not getting paid for this. <laughs> We're just alcoholics. <laughs> We're just trying to be nice guys doing a cool thing from Beer County. We just like so. drinking beer on a Wednesday night. And you and know talk what? About the Fight me guys. about it. Joey's actually swiping Tinder right now, so... Hey, hey whoa. So, you had a I'm, date on Saturday. I'm, I'm, hitting, I'm hitting all the uh, apps, actually. Oh, yeah, he is. He was on Tinder, Bumble, Bumble Grindr, Joey got them all. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Well, Ship, that's another I, one. I, I guess we should also include... Yeah, this is not very good. Yeah, well, uh, nobody has it. I moved to Iowa City, and this is the first podcast oh, from techni- te- technical Coralville. Coralville, yeah, but it's, we, we said we're Iowa back, City. and this is yeah. the first podcast in the new apartment. And we still got to find a place for Van McCaffrey. Don't worry, she's not leaving. If us. you have a spot in the Iowa City Cedar Rapids area where we could park Van McCaffrey covered for less than what forty a month, we'll come and drink with you one time a month. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. bring the beer. We'll we'll give you a free sponsorship on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Business your choice. You can let us park. We'll get you one ticket to a football and, and a basketball game. We'll let you tailgate with us with Van McCaffrey. We're so cool. Next though. season. You'll absolutely want that. We're not that cool. All right. Uh, we're nerds. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So, clearly, if Joey isn't a big football guy. We all know I, that. I'm a very casual football fan. So, Stin and I are going to do the quick rundown here. Can I, can I give my uh, <laughs> prediction of who's going to lead the team in sacks? From the beginning of the year, yeah. yeah. I'll actually accept this one because I'm still surprised that you know who it is. Oh, yeah, that, that's shortchanging us as a podcast to say that one <laughs> of the members doesn't know a starting member of the defense. <laughs> Van Vulkenberg is the greatest player on the defense. Okay, yeah, but like... Yeah, okay, yeah he, he was a... It, Listen, it, I know most of the defenders now, okay? Most. I. Who are yeah. the corners? Corners? Yeah. We got friggin' uh, Julius Brents. And uh, James Morris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
even close. Yeah, so you, you tried. Yeah, see what you, I mean? You tried. We'll take the Val- Van Valkenburg. Um, How about that Chauncey Golson, though? That guy. But, uh. He's fucking good. So, Stin and I will run down. That much I know. Run down football here quick because. Also, I work all the time during the games, so. We were all very, very excited at the beginning of the year just to be getting football, and then, bam, Brian Ferentz whips it out and says, fuck you, Iowa fans, and puts out some of the worst play calling I've so, ever seen. So, in his defense, that play, based on the offensive weapons that we had coming into the season being almost entirely in the receiving game, one would have thought, hey, yeah, passing the ball a whole bunch of times will probably lead test being good. Turns out, Petrus fucking stinks, uh, and passing the ball 50 times a game was not the recipe for success, and then we're like, wait, our offensive line is good, we're running the ball better than we have since at least the 2015 season, let's give fucking Goodson and Makai Sargent all sorts of carries, run the ball all over the field, play good defense, and win the game. That's how Iowa wins football games, and it took Brian Ferentz, who's been with the program in some capacity for like, what, at least a decade. Took him two, three games to figure that out. Okay, but, like, the second game of the year, we were up 17-0, so we had a lead. And yeah, then okay, that was through 53 times. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that, that was horrible. That is... Yeah. I, Joey has a question. I do have some commentary on Petrus when you guys will entertain it. Oh, just a second. I want, because I want to get ahead of this. I have defended Petrus so far. And I'm like I think people confuse me defending him with like me saying he's a great elite quarterback. He's absolutely not. He's probably the second worst quarterback in the Ferentz era, only ahead of Jake Christensen, which is saying so little about a player's abilities. No, he's got to be better than that. I see he's better. He's no, slightly he's, better. It's got to be. There's got to be person. Jake Rudock was there. Rudock. Jake, uh, I'll take, I'll take Jake Rudock went eight and four his fresh. James first Van, year. James Vandenberg. The season that he started, he was not good. We yeah, won four I'll, games. Okay, I'm over both of those. <laughs> no, James Vandenberg was extremely talented. That Iowa team was just everybody. Sa- yeah, everybody says that uh, Petrus is talented too, but yet he's like thirteenth in the Big Ten in completion percentage, and which with the offensive line that he has to give him <clears> good protection. And then when you throw in the fact that he's got playmakers in the receiving game all over the fucking field, we're not asking him to be Trevor Lawrence out there. If he could complete 60% of his passes, like, that would be good enough. That's all we're asking for. He's sitting at, like, 53 54%. That is just not good enough to be a starting quarterback in a Division One program. So here's what I was going to say about Peters. From what I can tell, his absolute ceiling is Nate Stanley. Like, if he plays for four years, or however many, is he, can he play for four years? No. Yes. Three. Petrus? He's no, a sophomore. Yeah, and everybody, no, he's a redshirt sophomore, and everybody gets an extra year this year. So, oh, yeah. in theory, he could play, yeah. Year. yeah. So, <clears throat> if his absolute ceiling is Nate Stanley as a senior, you knew that right now. Would you take that and have that for the next three, four years, or would you rather them move on and try someone else right now? Deuce Hogan. I would. Okay, well that's not going to happen. It will be Alex Padilla. I'm just saying if we, if Deuce is my, I love Deuce. In, in Joey's hypothetical, if we're saying we get as an absolute ceiling Nate Stanley out of Petrus for the next four years, or you can roll the dice on somebody else within the program currently, I'd say let's see where Deuce can take us. 
But that's not here nor there. It's just a hypothetical. Yeah. Petrus is not going to get benched because Farron's is not, the, especially with only, what, two or technical. Yeah, it'd just be three or four games left yeah. with the bowl game. I wouldn't mind trying out. With only a couple games left in the season, and no, clearly, I, I mean, the way that the team is trending right now, winning four in a row, we're not about to get bench our starting, starting quarterback. Farron's just doesn't make moves like that. But I, I don't think that there would be a significant portion of the fan base that would be upset if he did. No, I mean, Iowa fans get super unhappy pretty easily. Uh, and, like, there was people calling for Peaches' head after one game or two games. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what are we looking at? Like, you can't... But I would like to take a second to take my victory lap. Because I was probably the biggest Nate Stanley fan Iowa ever had. Everybody always criticized him, which, sure, he deserved a little of it. And I remember last year after the bowl game when they defeated USC, I said... I, I remember telling my Uncle Bake that... I said, ah, uh, you guys better remember this because you are going to miss him next year. Could you imagine this team with him? Now, it is the same team as last year. Like, yeah, I understand that. But, like, I also, I don't know. I, there's plenty of passes out there that I think Stanley makes this year. Yeah, that but, but it's, Stanley never, also, he, he never had a season that he had a completion percentage higher than 60% with Iowa. So, I mean... <clears throat> and, yeah, his biggest thing that he's got going for him is that he never lost to Iowa State, he never lost to Nebraska, he never lost to Minnesota. Three very good things. Three yeah, wins. I'm, I'm, not trying to take, I'm, I'm not trying to take that away from him, but outside of one ridiculously good team game against Ohio State, when did he, like, ever ball out in the big moments for Iowa? Like, we never beat Penn State, should have had them at least two times, yeah. He is solely responsible for us losing to them at Penn State two years ago. I mean, he... The overthrow of Hawkinson, yeah, I'll give oh. you a That interception on the, the goal line? That was as much as fans No, it was not. He should have... As the leader of that offense, he needs to realize we don't have the play call right. Take a fucking timeout and figure it out. Stanley would have been very capable of losing those first two games as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we're not going to... We're, I, we if will Stanley lose was on this game, game, we're not undefeated. He's I not worth two wins. Petrus made some terror. Didn't he have? He's not. He didn't have a two war. Pe- did Petrus have an interception week one that was like kind of a head scratcher? Uh, probably. probably. I know we had the two fumbles, which in hindsight now we're four and two. But I mean, does he have small hands? We people are talking. I feel like we do this every year where we lose a. Game early in Big Ten play, and it's that's like, oh, Bob, yeah. we should have came <laughs> yeah, up with that that's, one. That's why we're not Alabama. And like, it's kind of making me sick now. And There's here. a lot of other reasons. I think part part of that is that uh, we don't have like five million dollars to pay recruits every year. No, but that look, you're exactly right. That's how it is every year. And like, yeah, in hindsight, we should be six and zero. You but always you know, <laughs> every year you can go through the Iowa schedule and think, just say, oh, if we didn't choke there and choke there and choke there, we'd be undefeated. But theoretically, any team could also do that, as long as you're not getting blown out every game. Yeah. And, like, I still think Northwestern's a good football team. At least a very good defense with a good head coach. I'm not saying their offense is good, but, like, uh, I'm, we're better than Purdue. I think they're going to David get Bell just always loves to ram it to us. And it's For as good of a defensive coordinator as Phil Parker is, it astounds me that, like, the last couple years against Purdue – there's been, like, just one guy that just absolutely shoved it down our throat, and we haven't, like, adjusted the game plan to account for that. David but, Bell has, what, like, five touchdowns in the last two games against Iowa? Yeah, it's not great. 
It's not great. Let, let me be very clear about this. So that was not a criticism or like a me complaining about Phil Parker because without he, him as our defensive coordinator, I was like at like best Iowa State in every year except for this year. Phil has – I was ripping the defense early in the year, but Phil Parker has turned coal into diamond. Like he's done I, – I, like – Okay, I, we, I think we all knew Davion Nixon would be good, but not this good. And mm, I thought it would be pretty good. Was he a choice for the sacks? Yes. Mine was Van Volkenberg. I think oh, shut up, Volson. Joey. <laughs> Van Volkenberg's in good. They're all uh, going to be Our, our linebacking core has been doing Probably. decent. The secondary play. Like, I think Jack... Riley Moss. Jack Corner's very, very, very good. Uh, potato, tomato. I don't um, want to watch the games any of that. But Riley mm. Moss... People love to shit on him as well, but like he has a ton of interceptions. Does he get burned every now and then? Sure. I, but I still would rather have him out there than our second string. Oh, chameleon out there. So yeah, I don't know. I think Phil Parker, what he has done on defense, is just straight up phenomenal. You could also make the argument, which I have made the argument several times, that if we send out <laughs> Keith Duncan to kick the the fifty three yarder against Northwestern. We win that game. Mm, nope. Which, because he missed, he missed a 49-yarder like last week or no, something. No, like that was 51. It was ex- yeah, it was 51. It hit the, uh, it hit the crossbar. If it was it, from it, 50, it's in. <laughs> but 51, it's like... That should end that discussion, huh? No, it shouldn't because it... No. I, every time that Keith Duncan has tr- attempted a 50-yarder or longer, I think in his entire career he's missed, so... I literally cover my eyes every time he kicks because I, I want him to do so oh, well. Oh, believe we know. I want him to do so well, and I... Uh, but, okay, we can get to the positive notes now. Uh, we Luke won there's four in a row. <laughs> we'll get there, Joey. Hold on, keep it in the pants. Uh, four, four in a row now for the football team. And then we got Illinois and Wisconsin, which Illinois is actually a different team. They didn't have their quarterback for the first couple of weeks, and that's why they sucked so much. But uh, Wisconsin's an absolute, like, as a program, a shit show, but they're very good at football. I don't know. They're kind of dog shit, didn't they? Uh, they lost They looked game. worse against Northwestern than we did. They and I think bad. Northwestern is a fraud. Okay, I'm not. They're a fraud Big Ten West champion in my book. Well, the fact that they're going to win the conference or, like, win the division, like, on default because Minnesota has rampant COVID. Also, speaking of that, I think it's absolutely a testament to, like, the Iowa coaching staff and the culture within the program that Iowa's the only Big Ten West team that is, like, slated to play their seventh game only today Big because... Ten team. They're really no, there's a couple. Out. there's a couple East teams that have... <laughs> but no, I think I think it speaks to the buy-in that they're getting in the program that players have taken ev- like every precaution they had to and like taken the COVID precautions so seriously. Because especially after an zero and two start, the guys could have been like, "Screw it!" Like, like I, Amir I'm Smith Mars. <laughs> yeah, but but like really, they could have been as a team like, "Screw it! I'm playing for myself. Like I don't care. I'll go out and party. I'll put myself in situations." Like I think that's what you've seen with like. Minnesota and some like Wisconsin. That's not really what their thing was, yeah. but like it would have been very easy for after the zero two start for the train to come absolutely off the tracks and for guys to stop caring. And that has not happened with Iowa at all. And like especially with all the factors coming into the season and just with it being a weird COVID year, it would have been very easy for them to pack it in and give up after you know those first two weeks. And the fact that they've rattled off four straight wins after that, I think, speaks a lot towards just 
the culture and the program, the coaching staff, the character of all the guys in there. It just yeah, it's yeah. really impressive. Also, fuck those guys from that other podcast. I'm not gonna say their names for going at ISM on Twitter. ISM is 100 times the football player any of those guys ever were. Yeah, well, and I don't think it was a reflection of the whole podcast. He's I just think it guy. was just one guy who one had individual. one shining moment who's and, been and, on the podcast. And, 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 and honestly, his one shining moment Came was not even... Yeah, he literally just fell on his face. Like, there was nobody in front of him and he fell. He tripped over his own feet. Yeah. But, this is a pro-ISM podcast. Which, yeah. Yes. That guy's a star. He's going to be in there. Although... I have yelled at the TV, told him to tuck it away before, but you're not a football fan if you're not freaking out at your screen, so... High and tight. Rub the nipple. Uh, yeah. High and tight. But, uh, yeah, four in a row for the Hawks. Beat Nebraska. Beat Minnesota. All of our rivalry trophies that we currently have are staying in Iowa City. Man, it would be nice to freaking beat Wisconsin, though. Like, I know it doesn't have any relevancy for us. Well, if we beat them, we'll finish second in the West, which is... I mean, considering the way the season started, I can't really bitch about that too much. I'd put you at four and two or six and two, and you'd still get that crossover game and championship week and the bowl game, which I'm hearing a lot of rumbling. Iowa Iowa State bowl game. I think it's imminent. If both okay. teams went out, so by hearing a lot of rumbling, are you saying I've listened to a lot of Iowa fans say, "Man, it would be cool if we played Iowa State." If Iowa State it's, wins it's, out, we're certainly not playing in the same bowl as them. They'll be in his New Year's six. That leads right in. We went out. We've been. We. They're number nine right now. If Iowa State wins out, <laughs> that means. If, if Iowa State wins out, that means they win the Big Twelve with another win over Oklahoma. Well, at, at worst, they're playing in like the Cotton Bowl Here's or something. For us to be able to play them this year, we need to all be West Virginia fans this week. I mean, I've been I've been an interim West Virginia fan all season anyway. Due to COVID. When How many I, players in the team can you name? Uh, Daigie. He's a great quarterback. What's his first name? Or is his last name? His last name is Daigie. <laughs> okay. Uh, they have this really good wide receiver. I haven't watched since Iowa started coming back on. Which, ironically, also I haven't watched much of that either. <laughs> but I did watch. I watched two whole West Virginia games before Iowa kicked off. But anyway, go for, cheer for West Virginia this week, and then we can play Iowa State, which I don't know if we actually want to do. I feel like we could lose to them this year. Oh, yeah, absolutely, but I'm just... It, it's, Who did they lose to besides the Raging Oklahoma Cajun? State, right? Yeah. Oh, what a soft team they lost. Yeah. They, I don't... Yeah, I don't... Like, good for them, having the best season maybe in program history. No, no it's it's definitely... Nine is probably their and highest. The coach is going to abandon them. But, uh, for the Bears, probably. Um, the Bears. It is you. You you will always be able to look at this season and think they lost to Louisiana Lafayette week no, one. No, no, yeah, was it Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns? No, it's not Lafayette. L- Louisiana Monroe. See, I, I think point, it's literally the, just Louisiana. The ra- yeah, they're not Lafayette or Monroe. Well, whatever. It, that's the point. That's, yeah, that is the <laughs> point. Thank you. Thank you for proving that. <laughs> There's. It does not mm. matter. Yeah, and it, if you want a real good way to get under any uh, Iowa State fan friends of yours, just let them know that whatever happens with this season, there's going to be an asterisk next to it anyway. That'll really piss them off. The only way this can go all wrong, what are they, number nine? Yes. There's no way they make the playoffs. I'm just saying, Oklahoma loses. They, they beat Oklahoma them is a much, much better team now than they were when Iowa State played them early Florida in the season. Florida loses twice. Ohio State doesn't get to play in the Big Ten championship yeah. game and just misses it because four games or five games isn't enough. Uh, there's 
No. It, it, it's, not it's not happening. It's not happening. So he, he, here's what's going to happen in the Big 12. Iowa State and Oklahoma are going to meet each other in the Big 12 championship game, and Oklahoma is not going to suck like they did at the beginning of the year, and they're going to score like 70 points. I hate their quarterback. I hate him. More Rattler. Than Spencer he Rattler. Looks, he looks like a... Like a I don't even... What am I thinking of? I don't know. Red eyes. White skin. Albino. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Would Iowa State be the first two-loss team in the playoff? That that can't happen. Oh, yeah. That, Stanford was close a couple years ago. So that's Iowa was number if five. Iowa State was the first two-loss team in the playoff. We're done with the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a joke. I Yeah. <clears throat> I'd rather have a three- or four-loss Ohio State team in there than Iowa State... Well, yeah, they're better. Really yeah, yeah. I think I don't give a shit how many losses you have. They should just put the best teams in there. My but that's what happens anyway, Joe. You you always get that's, Alabama. That's what's you supposed always get to Clemson. happen. You you get Notre Dame a lot. You get Georgia a lot. Like it's just the I way don't it think rolls. Georgia's been in it yet, have they? They lost in the championship two years ago to Alabama. Remember in overtime, Tua Tagovailoa game. First he came in at half. I oh, had yeah. food poisoning. I was so sick. I was playing cards at my friend's house that night. And but and I think they made it the next year. Shout too. out to Creighton. But uh, uh, that is far too much Iowa State. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do what the fuck? Viola, Tulia, <laughs> Maryland Prodigy. No, there's more in the fridge. Um, it's four steps. You gotta get one of those Bud Light Christmas seltzers. And the ginger snap one tastes like Coke. Cocaine? No, cola. Okay. The uh, the peppermint one is. It's just. It tastes too much like peppermint to be an alcoholic yeah, drink. That isn't leave, just peppermint schnapps. They just leave a lot to be desired. Like, it's you want more flavor. All seltzers, in my opinion. You're just like, oh, this is not bad. And then you swallow, and you're like, that was very, very average experience. All right, that's our seltzer that's talk. Um, Lucky to get that. Okay, just quick wrap-up for football here. Who, if you got to pick right now, because everybody's bowl eligible, who do you want to see them play? Oh, I, I mean, I would obviously like to see us play Iowa State in a bowl game, but I don't really know what... Can you play... Bowls have been, like, getting canceled lately, so I don't know how many are actually going to end up being played, and I have no idea what goes into the logistics of who plays who in a bowl, because, like, some conferences have, have like, contracts with certain bowls that, like, X number of teams from this conference have to play in this many years, and there can only be so many, like, crossovers... Ooh. So I have no idea what that goes in what what goes into that, but yeah, obviously, like if we could play Iowa State, that'd be cool. Otherwise, uh, I don't know. Give us some team from the SEC so we can beat up on them again. I'm drinking the I don't peppermint really want Auburn, the peppermint fatty Bud Light seltzer. I I've listened to Florida, although I think we'd get clapped by them. Yeah. Can you play a team in your own division, your own conference? No, I mean usually not I have no games, idea. But I don't know because I really do want to see him play Ohio State just because I like playing. Well, that could yeah. That I guess we can talk about that. So I'm not a hundred percent sure of how this is going to play out here because Minnesota and Northwestern's already canceled for this week, which gives Northwestern it's the West weird, isn't it? But Ohio State has missed two games this far. And they're expected to play against Michigan State this Saturday. But if Michigan doesn't play... Yeah, so I'm going to tell you right now. If that's the case, the Big Ten is going to change the rules to allow Ohio State play in the Big Ten championship game. I have no doubt in my mind. That's bullshit. Yeah, I know. But, like, like I was listening to Big Ten this morning on Sirius yesterday, and some former Ohio State player was on, and he said... 
they asked him, should, should the rule be reconsidered? And he said, no, absolutely not. All teams agreed to this at the beginning of the year. Like, it wasn't something that caught us by surprise. Like, it was in the rules. So, like, I kind of hope the Big Ten Conference stands by that. I understand they're your best chance to get to the college football playoff and all this jazz, but I don't know. Does it? I don't know. Yeah, of course it matters, but it's it's bullshit. Also, can we realign the divisions in the Big Ten? We did that how long ago? Joey? Okay, honestly, they're not as imbalanced as like people think that they are. Obvi- yeah, Ohio, Ohio State, be- Ohio State being in in the East, in like Ohio State, like being head and shoulders, like the best team the only- in the Big Ten, like that makes it stand out more. But like. Penn State is having a bad year, but usually okay. they're. But Michigan, what, 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 what has Michigan done under John Harbaugh? Not, they they always Harbaugh. are ranked highly because you know it's Michigan the and John name, Harbaugh is there. The name carries more for Penn State and Michigan than the actual record. No, does no, Penn State. State is always good, except for this year. They weren't good until 2015-ish, I think, because it took them about and, five years to rebound from. Okay, yeah, but then before that, they I don't know. I'm just saying. It is not as competitively imbalanced as, like, people would lead you to believe. Ohio State clearly sways it in the East's favor, but, like, you're talking... So, Northwestern won the Big Ten West two years ago. They're going to do it this year. Wisconsin is always solid. Uh, uh, Minnesota had an 11-win year last year. Iowa went 12-0 in 2015, like... And they've won 8, 9, 10 games since. Yeah, so, I mean... It, and I would say that the bottom feeders in, like, we don't have Rutgers or Maryland in the West. Like, Nebraska has sucked for a while now, and I'm happy about that, but they haven't sucked on the level that Nebraska, or that uh, Maryland and Rutgers have. Oh, shout out to Rutgers. They're on up here. They got three Big Ten wins now. It's the, it's the Shiano, man. How's about yeah. this? Let's just get rid of Maryland and yes. Rutgers, and yes. then go to one division, and then just the two best teams play in the championship. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And then you don't have to travel out there that far. Yeah, well, and, and then it's pretty far, but yeah. Well, and then good. and then you don't have to hold the the Big Ten basketball tournament on the East in New York City. Oh, York City. Yeah. They're ass. Just go back to the original Big Ten. Yeah, make make Nebraska like it cuts down on travel. And uh, those teams Although, also. I that I think uh, wasn't Luca recruited out of Washington. DC. Yeah, yes. DC. Well, that doesn't was matter, that, though. That was after the avenue was created to I, the East Coast. That's... Nah. Uh, I think that... That had anything to add... Well, that's why, they, that's why they do it, though. They do it because they want more fans from there, the, the New York City market, to they watch Big Ten games. Well, that, that, they do. They want, like, <laughs> the, they want the East Coast market to buy into like watching Big Ten stuff so they get more money from ratings. It's not because they're trying to open recruiting trails out there. Like Teams have their like recruiting inroads already built. It's not because you added two teams that are going to now be recruiting against you in that same geographic region. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess this is a good transition from football to basketball now. <laughs> and uh, all of our pants just came off. No, I'm just kidding. And yeah, they just went up a couple inches. Yeah, so. a little shorter. Luca Garza is the national player of the year this year. The great thing is... Is last year in the early, in like the early season games against like Bryant and stuff like that, he wasn't putting up numbers like this. He put up his numbers when we played against the Big Ten, so he could have averaged a lot better last year. 
But this year, what's he averaging right now? Over 30? 33 and a half or, or something. something like that. Yeah. yeah. He's, he had, uh, what, <clears throat> 41 and 33. He had 36 and, and a half. How many minutes? He didn't even play half of the second half. Right? Yeah. It's just unreal. I was watching that game against, was it Southern? Southern. Southern. Okay, yes. Southern what? Just Southern. Southern. So where are they? It's like draw a, map, but, yeah. draw a line halfway across yeah. the U.S. Below the Mason-Dixon line. Which I learned about yesterday. Mason Dixon. Line. Yeah. <laughs> Joey asked me what it was after I said that Southern was from below that. But, but that's our public so school system for you. I was watching that game on the way home. I, I had, I wasn't holding my phone. It was on the thing. It, was it doesn't safe. make it better. It was safe. You, no. And I was just like laughing because the, it, it they like, weren't doubling him, which his is a bold strategy. Were all the way up. Uh, well, he's, he was fourteen to fifteen and three to three on and, threes. And the one miss was late in the shot clock. He had to fire something up. Like today, or yesterday, I was watching ESPN when I was at the gym, and I saw Luca Garza scroll about across the bottom of the screen, like early on the wooden watch list leads the way. And then there was today I was listening to the Dan Patrick show, and Paulie on the show, one of his producers, mentioned, "Yeah, I can't really name anybody in college basketball aside from Luca Garza at Iowa. Like, when has that ever happened?" Not since like, I've been alive. In the eighties, probably. <laughs> Adam Oluska, little lick. Oh, <laughs> God, do not... Ugh. But, uh, yeah, no, it's like... Ugh. I, I, it's We're just in completely uncharted territories, and, like, honest... Okay, so Gonzaga, anybody want to do a quick update check on that? I assume playing, that game is over by now. They're, who are they? Anyway. They're playing West Virginia, who's ranked number 11. Yeah, so. their, their be- best player got hurt tonight, so hopefully he's not down too much, because... I want them at full strength, and I want to be able to prove, even if we lose, oh, well, we lose against the best team in the country. Uh, let me see here. We're all going to do this. We're all going to look at the They beat schedule. West Virginia 87-82. to ah. So there is a – and Baylor and Illinois play tonight at 9. That And that is a point two versus 5. Baylor favored by 5? So – Really? It's at Baylor. Yeah, but 5 but, is a lot. Okay, right? but 2 versus 5. Say Illinois can beat them. Illinois is a very, very good team as well. Uh, but if Baylor beats Illinois, or if Illinois beats Baylor, there's a very, very, very good chance two weeks or two and a half weeks from now that it's number one Gonzaga versus number two Iowa Hawkeyes. Hell it's yeah, 1985 brother. in football all over. Yeah, I mean, let's not get uh, too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We have to play North Carolina. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I we have to play and Iowa State, and I know Iowa State's they stink. bad, but they it's stink. still Iowa State. They don't have their only good player from last year, Halliburton. Apparently, Xavier a broken shot. Yeah, I'll say it. <laughs> and apparently, Xavier Foster isn't even touching the floor in first halves of games. So maybe uh, remember when Iowa State fans they got him and they're like, he's gonna be walking down Garza next year. That was a The dude weighs two hundred pounds and is seven feet tall, or maybe two twenty seven feet. He is he needs to do some weight. Okay. He needs to get in a college weightlifting program. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say it. I'm not afraid of North Carolina. Okay, well that's <laughs> they do they're, stink they're, at shooting their the ball. Their wins are Charleston, UNLV, they didn't blow out either of them. Well Okay, but UNLV they beat by twenty seven. You say But Charleston they only beat by nineteen and then they beat Stanford by four. And they lost to Texas. You say they don't shoot well. D- isn't that just screaming for them to come out and shoot like sixty percent? I, you know, Iowa's defense does it. tend. <laughs> yeah, Iowa's defense does tend to give good, uh, good shooting nights to poor shooting teams. We're that, I would say if there's a, 
anything that's like cause for just like a little bit of concern, it's that in our first two games, while the offense was as good as it was, you know, advertised to be, the defense should have played better than it did. And it's not to say that they were bad, but like we just didn't. Like I, Luca, yeah. yes, Luca. After the Southern game, was saying how like in the second half we got comfortable with the lead. <coughs> they ended up giving up like sixteen offensive boards. That's something that you can't do. And they just kind of gave up more points in the first game against like what North Carolina Central or whatever. They just they played really bad team defense for like the first ten minutes. And I get that it's the first games of the season. It's been weird practices or whatever. But those are the games that like I don't know. The defense is going to have to take a, a significant step forward from last year. Like, last year, nationally, our defense by Ken Palm was in, like, the 80s. And it needs and no team since 2001, when uh, Ken Palm, like, started doing their offensive and defensive ratings, has won the national championship with the overall defensive rating as worse than 40th in the country. So that's kind of the area that Iowa needs to be in. And their offense is going to be really good, so maybe if it's closer to 50, it'll still work. But they need to make, like, a 30-spot leap from where they were last year on defense to be, like, serious national championship contenders. They definitely need to be better on defense, but their offense is going to carry them. And I think that their offense will be more than enough to carry them against North Carolina because North Carolina, the most points they've scored is 79, and that was against Charleston. Against Stanford, they only scored 67, and against Texas, they only scored 67. I, I, Our offense I, I, is just going to be so good. Like, ESPN's beat basketball power index has a, a 70, 70% chance of winning right now. Holy oh, shit. Numbers. I hate That's at actually crazy. this one. No way. Their top scorer, 13 points a game, and only 31% from the field. Do you want to know about ours? <laughs> 33.5 points per game, which is almost half of what they scored in two of their games, and 86% from the field. Uh, that's probably not going to hold up, the, the 86% from the field. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's, he's shooting 86% from the field and 87% from the field. I don't know. What did, Gust, what did Gustafson shoot that year? Like not, 75? Uh, not 87. That's missing like two shots a game for like the entire season. Honestly, the best thing to see this year is he's making his free throws, too. I figured that he could come back from that form. His, For as good his freshman and sophomore year. years, he was a much he was much closer to 80%. Last year, uh, he just had an off year and was in like the 60% range. But yeah, I think that he's definitely going to be a lot closer to that 80% mark this year. It's just so ridiculous to watch him. Like It looks so clumsy in the post. Like a hard pass gets thrown down, and... The Big Ten Network loves to let you know he has the best hands. Best, best hands in basketball. Best hand. You know, I, I just gotta say it again. Luca Garza has the best hands in basketball. Like, Most big men are not catching that pass. It helped that Jess Settles was calling one of the games. Well, like usually, <laughs> I, I I give crap to broadcasters for just being repetitive and saying the same shit. But like, they're right. Yeah, they're right. There's only so much you can say before you run out of shit to say about Luka Garza. Yeah, so I think what's going to happen is I mean, we're going to get all the same talking points, and then allegedly Luka has a sky hook in his bag of tricks that he hasn't busted out. Yeah. And, well, he hasn't. Why, though? Why that has he not busted it out? Yeah, if everybody knows about it, you might as well just fucking well, it. Well, because if you're not using it and then you actually start doing it in games, it's still... Skyhook's like the most unguardable yeah, shot like, in basketball history. Imagine? I'm just saying, just wait until he breaks it out against like our one game against Illinois or when we play Wisconsin. Announcers are going to lose their mind. It, it's yeah, going to well, be awesome. Yeah, the basketball... I, 
the basketball world is going to lose. Kareem's going to send him a handwritten letter. Yeah. It's going to be quite... So, I was thinking about pro comparisons for Luka. Like, what would be if he goes pro, his best case scenario? Frank Kaminsky. No. I think Serge Ibaka. Not as, good, as, not as good on defense, but... But you know he can shoot a he's little bit. He's probably a little undersized. Abaka is very good at defense, but I don't. I mean, he was Luka's literally called a blocker for a yeah. while. Luka has so. lots of blocks, but I think that's just because he's bigger than a yeah, lot of that, people. It, it's just the first yeah, two games of the that's season. No, I'm mean, going back to last year. Too. I would he, say he's he probably a better offensive player than Abaka, but yeah, defense. I don't think it's close. Mm. Yeah, um, I remember when like Luca was first recruited to Iowa, like when he signed. I remember reading an article when Fran McCaffrey like. The reporter asked him, you know, like, who would you compare him to? And uh, at the time, France compared him to Kevin McHale, which is a pretty crazy comparison. Just having a high schooler come into your program and comparing them to a Hall of Fame basketball player. And I tell you what, Fran knew then that he had something special in Luca. It just took a couple years to develop. And that's pretty accurate um, comparison as well, I think, in terms of skill set. Better than mine, probably. I had Coming a good one. I thought about this a couple of weeks ago, actually, but I can't remember who it was. Oh, probably C.J. McCollum. Yeah. It was <laughs> Steph Curry, actually. <laughs> Dion Waiters. Now, Dion's, Honestly, more like, you might, Dion's more like the Joey T. You might be upset with me, but I think it might have been Anthony Davis. Why would I be upset about that? Because you would have called me a liar. I don't think that he's got nearly the athleticism. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have anywhere close to the athleticism as Anthony Davis does. are pretty comparable. Yeah. Not dunking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. All right, well, we've established that Luka is an absolute force, best player in the country, but there's a whole other incredible fucking team around him yeah. that we haven't Let's even talk talked about. The, about. Yeah, the we, 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 we can suck off Luka on the podcast for as much as we want for the next couple of months, but... There's a whole shitload of good players on this Iowa team that deserve our airtime. There's two it's, players in particular. It's going to be the Patrick McCaffrey and Keegan Murray show exactly. for a while. Those two have looked unreal. Yeah. Very good. Like, yeah, I Patrick, he's still so skinny to me, but, like, he's he's, he's up he's to, like, 220 now. He gets up. Like, that first game he tried killing that guy from, uh, yeah, who was it? Who did we play? No, who did we play? NC Central. Oh, oh, yeah, NC Central. Like, he got up and tried finishing him. He could have tried just drawing the foul and jumping into the body, but no, he came. He fucking full-blown Tyler Cook that one and was looking for a soul out there on the floor. I'll say one bad thing about Patrick. It's not that bad of a thing. Uh, I still don't like his shot very much. Yeah, no, he's I young think. still, though. I don't think but it's going to change. It's, it, looks, it could. And I don't mean any offense to this at all. It oh. looks like a women's basketball shot. That... That's offense. Yeah. No, it. You can't just say no offense, but every time you say no offense, it means yeah. Offense. No. It means that you. You know what it, I mean? Yeah. What we do, we do. Do. yeah. His his butt sticks out. Ref- like I'm, I think I'm not- that I think that it'll get better. Um, I mean, he was Iowa City West all time leading scorer, and that's what? a perennial like four A state championship basketball program. So if it's not broke. Don't fix it though. Look at Halliburton. Yeah. He's playing what- for the Kings now. Lonzo, yeah. <laughs> poor, poor guy. Yeah. Lonzo Ball was the third pick in the draft, and he, he still can't. He still can't shoot. Marco he brought Fultz he brought it from one. the hip to the ear and fired it forward hip to the opposite ear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but he, uh, I, he's like a a more athletic, more tricks type player than like what Nicholas Bear was like. He's going to be that sixth man in, at least for this year, and he'll be a starter in his career. But, like, he's tall and lanky, so he can run that the 
like the top of the the top of the two. yeah or the uh, like that three quarter court pressure. He's good yeah, at that. He's he's got like his athleticism is off the charts. Like he can jump, he can get rebounds. He's a from everything that I've read, he's very good in transition. Like he's everything that Nick Bear was, but like better at it. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be really good and a problem for uh, defenses in years to come. If we're trying to press a team. And we got Pat, uh, Wieskamp, Garza, Connor out there. I'm throwing anybody else. That is I think Nungy when he comes back. Fucking, that I, is one long group of dudes. Yeah, that, I mean, Garza would just kind of play yeah. back on the baseline. But yeah, j- the front of that press being like uh, both of the McCaffreys, like the, both of those guys are just like lanky, kind of athletic Like dudes. we could throw, in past years you could say we've been deep with like Devin Marwell, Zach McCabe, like those guys, which we weren't really deep. We'd run nine, but we shouldn't have been yeah, running that, nine. That, that was, that was that's actually. the biggest but, can, area of concern outside of the defense, I think, this year. is. But, but, like, this year, you can run a defense. You can run a defensive lineup out. You can run a tall lineup out. You can run a shooting offense yeah, out. Yeah. Like, I'd say we have more, way more legitimate... Ten deep now than we did. Yeah, I, I, I think that our depth currently, like our non-starter pieces, are significantly better than they have been in the past. I think that the fear for most Iowa fans is that in years past, Fran has tended to go to like a consistent nine deep lineup, he, and sometimes it hurts like it, game flow, just like playing time for everybody. And I think, especially you know who your core group of guys is this year. I think the bent. The rotation is pretty much going to be eight man, and then like it's whatever freshman like hap, you know, like uh, Keegan Murray, he's going to be a, a kind of mainstay in there. But then like if if Jordan Bohannon or Joe Tucson gets injured, then like Aaron Eulis will fill in. Or otherwise, if we need a, like a, a strong defender, it sounds like Tony Perkins can be that guy. I think it, you're mostly going to see like an eight man rotation, but I think that all of our depth pieces will be more than capable of like coming in and filling a role if they need to. But I don't want to see it consistently go to like nine and ten men coming into the game. Also, the glory of it is we have Bohannon. Uh, Connor and Joe T. Mm-hmm. Uh, can run the three, point. If one of those three, God forbid, one of those three gets hurt, you can just still do it with the other two. You don't need to have you listen. Right. Like, that's how that's how deep they are at that position. I, yeah. Play. I think that Connor having the versatility to play one through four on the floor, and then, like, if you need the defensive lineup, you can roll him in, like, as being your ball handler at the point. He... Is kind of like the do everything guy on the team. Love Connor. Oh. Remember last year at the beginning of the season in our uh, our preseason uh, like basketball, I said we asked the question, "What player were we most excited to see?" And I said Connor McCaffrey because the year his freshman season, everybody fucking shit remember, on him. Remember his freshman season two years ago? I specifically remember on a podcast. Oh, I Austin I said that says he sucks. Connor McCaffrey sucks at basketball. Oh yeah, no, I did. I was I was. Fuck. Lights just went out. <laughs> We're about to get murdered by the basketball gods. Okay. Good, um, good thing you're no. here alone, huh? <laughs> I, I will agree. That, uh... Where's the fuse box? It's too um, hot here. Flip that one. Garbage disposal. Nope. Yeah. No. Oh, no. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he told me the other one. Jumped <laughs> This is live TV, folks. You're listening. Uh, to no, it. yeah, no, I, I was a Connor McCaffrey hater my freshman year, or his freshman year. I think that's more because I was kind of just a, a dumb basketball fan. But he absolutely stepped up last year, and he's 
he's just he's great this year. I mean, he led the nation in assisted turnover ratio last year. That's that's all you need to know about him, really. He's going to be a solid guy. His three-point shot is continuing to develop. So, like, you, you have to respect him on the perimeter now. What guy in our starting lineup, if we roll out Bohannon, C.J. Frederick, Wieskamp, Nunji, and Garza, what guy in that starting five is like a liability to shoot the three? You have to respect everybody from range, and as soon as you do that, it opens... As soon as you do that, then it opens up the inside game for Garza to just absolutely dominate you. I don't know how you guard this team. Maybe just out of bulb. Both of them at the same time, doubt it. <laughs> Whatever. That's ghost. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess we should say, does anybody know when Nunji will be back? He is back with he's the back. team as of today. Okay, Apparently, that was like he's a big concern. Yeah, yeah so I, I read uh, something from Leistakow today. I mean, he... They said that he's doing as good as he can, mm-hmm. given the circumstances, so, I mean... And, like, cool. my big concern was, is there COVID protocol, like, once you leave the bubble? Yes, yeah, so, so he had to go through some testing, um, apparently. I, I, I guess I shouldn't say, I don't know if he, like, practiced today, but he's back in Iowa, and he was getting tested in, like, around the facilities. So, get if he, like, tests negative everything, he should be able to, uh, like, practice with Iowa, or maybe even play tomorrow. Cool story about... Well, it's not, I mean, given the circumstances, it's as good of a story as you can have, I guess. But anybody that listened to the game against North Carolina Central, they interviewed Fran afterwards, and Fran said that Jay Wright, who apparently is like a good friend of Fran's, Philly boys, texted Fran or called him or something after he heard that Mark Nungy had passed away and asked for Jack's number cause he, because Jay, Mark Nungy was Jay Wright's first recruit as a coach. And he said that. Really? Yeah, apparently... Mark Nunji is just like the greatest guy, and hmm. they, Fran speaks the same way of Jack. So I just thought kind of cool. I thought so. Nunji. But honestly, I I kind of hope there isn't a lineup where they have Nunji and Gars out there at the same time. That, they probably won't do that a whole lot. Yeah, Nunji is like pretty much our outside of Agundale. He's like our only backup center. So which I heard that it's Ogundale. Okay. I, I don't. I can't be certain. That's just should we call him Big O? Because Dolph was saying it way wrong was on the radio, <laughs> and not shocked. They corrected him based on what the PA announcer was saying, and I'm mm. pretty sure he was saying Ogundele. But that'll come. You know, it's kind of like I'm gonna, it's kind of the crane, well, that, thing. I'm just gonna call him O. Big O. Oh my God. <laughs> but uh, what do we have now? We have uh, tomorrow night. It's. Western Illinois, and then next Tuesday, UNC, and then the 11th, it's Iowa State, and then it's Western Illinois, or uh, Northern Illinois, and then it's Gonzaga. God, I hope we're undefeated when we play Gonzaga. I'll I'll be sad if we're not. But the great thing about, this is basically why I love college basketball way more than football. You get chances. Yeah, you lose, we could lose five in a row and still win the national championship. You lose one and... Especially if you're the Iowa Hawkeyes, you lose one in football and you're not winning the national championship. It's true. Yeah. Because, like, I just lose so much interest after they lose a couple games. I'm just going to be so bugged on Twitter because it's going to happen. There's going to be a stretch where Iowa basketball loses, like, two in a row, two or three in a row. And then Iowa fans are going to... Iowa fans are going to be absolute morons online. Well, I'll tell you right now, they need to win... One of the two, North Carolina, Oregon's. Yeah. That is a must. Uh, I doubt that. 
Yes. Yeah. If if we have as the three if, team in the nation, if we have sincere, which I think we do, national championship aspirations, you need to win one of the two games early in the year, which are going to be a limitist test for how good you can be later in the season. Yes, but I'm saying it doesn't really hurt you. you. Like That's it that what scheduling those games does. It doesn't really hurt you. You like it that Dan Patrick and all these mofos are talking about him? Wait until they lose to North Carolina and Gonzaga. They're not talking about him anymore. Yeah, there's another uh, teens yeah, team. Yeah, immediately Iowa falls to like the fifth best team in the Big Ten if that happens. Because that's what everybody's waiting for. Which honestly, nobody guys, wants to talk about. Iowa. I hate to. They have to. I hate to. Like the Big Ten I, is fucking good this year. There's yeah, a, I'm a there's a pessimist. There, Iowa could finish five. Yeah, there, there's a better chance than not that we don't finish in like the top two of the Big Ten this year. Which isn't it's even just, saying I'm, anything that. No, bad. it's not. But when the rankings as they currently stand have. Iowa 3, Illinois, like, 4, five. Wisconsin 5. Somewhere in those order, yeah. It, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State is like 8 seven or, or eight. 7, they yeah. They beat Duke last night, too, so. Yeah, and then Ohio State's in the rankings. Um, there's one, Rutgers is in the rankings. And then three other teams got votes in the AP poll. Like, the they're, Big Ten is fucking legit. They're going to have 10 teams. Rutgers is ranked. I don't know if I said, said that. that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. 24. I cannot believe that. Well, still they were good last Geo year. Baker, I think. But, yeah, it's... See, isn't basketball just way more fun to talk about than football? I see. You just like basketball more. I, I like mean. football. Yeah. God, this is... I think that you think that because Iowa's basketball team is, like, way, way, way better than the football team is currently. Like, so been... if, if we did this back I'm in 2015, how fun would have a podcast been during the 12-0 run? Probably wouldn't have been that fun up until we got to like eight no, and then it would have been like, holy shit, can we actually do it? I think well, yeah. Minnesota game. We watched that. Uh, Ten and zero. Oh, watched that outside at my house. My dad uh, oh, zip yeah. zip tied a TV to the deck, and we watched it out there. <laughs> yeah, <we laughs> it's a Paul Myers special. The TV's holding on for dear yeah. life. Paul Myers special. Big Iowa football game. Zip tied the TV to the deck. Have a fire pit. Watch it out there. Fifteen degrees outside. We're watching it on the deck. <laughs> Seriously, which, Penn State 08 on the deck. <laughs> which uh, Big Ten team do you fear the most? Illinois. It's not Illinois. Not Wisconsin. Illinois, Michigan State. Okay. Wisconsin. I fear, I fear Wisconsin just because of their yeah, style. Yeah. You, you you know how I stand on Wisconsin basketball on this podcast. I've gone on this rant many a times. Yes. It fucking sucks. It's the worst. I cannot stand it. It was that's why I was so happy to see Virginia lose the other day because they played like the exact same brand of basketball. That's, what the fuck was baseball. that? Baseball. Baseball. I think I just, just had a stroke. Uh, no. Not funny. Okay, Joey. Um. <laughs> You're going to have a stroke later, aren't you? Oh, probably two. That's about it. <laughs> this is a family podcast. Says who? Me. Um, but yeah, sudden. anyway, Wisconsin basketball sucks. I hate them and everything that they stand for. Um, Illinois is definitely the team that scares me the most just because we split Cockburn. the series. Yeah, it is Cockburn, not Coburn. Fuck that. But just we split the series last year. There was clearly some like bad blood between the two teams. I think it's an absolute joke and a disservice to basketball fans that the Big Ten only scheduled Iowa and Illinois to play once this year. Iowa's the and second it, best player in the country. That better get chippy. Oh, oh it, it will. Like, it was chippy last year in the two games. Somebody. Yeah. Connor, I, I, will, I, I will drive to Champaign and start kneecapping people if I uh, have to. For the next podcast, let's look at both teams and see who we think would win in a fight from like an outsider's perspective. Dude, Nungie spilled 
Yeah, no, you have to look at both teams. I don't know many people on Illinois besides Kofi and... Uh, Joe T AL. is like our smallest player, but he but is fucking ripped. Right. Dude looks like me without a shirt. We can analyze no, that. Yeah. No, no but yeah, I, I can say... You divided by two without a team. My first... My first uh, it, I would put Kofi... Uh, Nudgy on Kofi Coburn. That's easy. I, I'm not going to lie. I Outside of him... In, in Io, I don't, I don't know. I think it's Io. Okay, Fran. O- outside of those two, I don't really know enough about Illinois' roster to have that discussion currently. Fran and Underwood, coaches. Oh, Fran. Underwood's a jackass. You see the way that Fran goes ballistic? Also, I'm pretty sure Underwood is a little bit too overweight to have. I like, think he's lost weight. Yeah, actually, I did see his. Uh, his daughter said something during quarantine about him having like three chins, and then he lost like 45 pounds. Oh, I thought you were just talking about who's a better coach. Are you talking no. about? Like, well, Underwood's a dickhead. Didn't he do something dickheaded last year? No, his assistant did. Oh, yeah. Well, assistant. Underwood looks like a dickhead. <laughs> he does, but... Yeah. Well, anyway, Michigan State and Illinois, the two I'm afraid of. Yeah, you should always be afraid of Michigan State. We still haven't won at the Breslin Center in, like, 20 years, have we? Also dickhead, Tom Izzo. I used to like him. He's fallen out of favor with me. He does... I- he just whines about everything. I mean, I know everybody whines. All and people all, say that about Fran. Yeah, Fran. No, Fran just gets pissed. Fran gets pissed at his own players all the time. It's never Izzo's players' fault. It's always the refs. He always is like up there, like rubbing the refs' tail. Like, come on, what's what's the problem here? Just get the fuck out of here, Izzo. You should be fired. Yeah, I. I mean, I. I don't really hate him. Like, off. I don't know. He is just a whiny little bitch, isn't he? Yeah, no, that's all he does is talk to... Like, I was watching it at Genie and Ray's house last year, and Genie's like, look at that. He called the timeout. He didn't even talk to his team. He went over and just complained to the refs during the entire timeout. And it, it works. Like, it, credit, I guess, because he started getting calls after that, but fuck, what a pussy. So are we ready to call what will happen in the tournament? Prediction-wise? <clears throat> Like, you're, how far we think we'll, they'll go. I would say, just because it's Iowa basketball, they'll make it to the Sweet 16 and lose. They're talented enough to make it to the Final Four. Now, when you say Final Four... I'm saying they can make it to the Final Four... But they won't make it to the championship. Once you make it to the Final Four, I think four, once, you, yeah, once you make it to the Final Four, you're not making a prediction past that. Yeah. To, say they, to say they're making the national championship is... Very close-minded, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I th- nobody predicts we're playing. Like, That's why they call it the final. Yeah, four. when you when you're talking about like your your basketball team or like your aspirations for the season, if it's like a very good very good team, you say we're like a final four team, and then by the time the final four rolls around, everybody is so good that even if you lose, it's not like you were a bad team, but you, like the final four is they're just all fucking good. Maybe I'll phrase it this way. I'll be happy if they make it to the Final Four, no matter what. Oh, yeah. No I think shit. I need... But, like, no, I'm saying the Sweet 16, I would be disappointed if they lost oh, the Sweet 16. I think anything less than, like, making it to the, the Elite Eight would probably be a, a bit of a, a disappointment. I don't, I don't know. At, at this stage, we'll see how the regular season goes, and we can probably reevaluate then, but... At this point in time... Who's going to lead the team I, in assists? How about this? Because points obviously going to be Garza. J Bo needs. He's he's about to pass. Uh, B J Armstrong. I saw. Yeah. He had a snarky tweet about it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, not J Bo. No, not him. 
I, I love that him leaving his shoes at Hilton still resonates with <clears throat> Iowa State fans, though, and how butthurt they are. Oh, that's oh, going to be the goalpost. Like like that's of that's the goalpost thing all over again. Mm-hmm. It's also funny that, like, that pisses them off so much, and then, like, they always say, but George is Niang. Like, he hasn't been with the team in, like, five years, fucking... No, he like, plays for the Jazz, doesn't he? No. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, he oh, hasn't... He yeah, hasn't I thought you meant... Uh, no, like, I'm saying, like, he hasn't played for Iowa State yeah. in, like, five years at this point, but they're like, but George's, remember what he did? Like, yeah, Stupid it was... It is absolutely, but Terrible. it's like he's one George. It was it was the past. Like move on. We're talking about current today basketball, but that's just another great thing about like we just own them and everything. And Iowa State's thing used to be, but basketball, and we've just been owning them in basketball lately They're too. Terrible at basketball, but yeah, uh, I think. We will go two and three over the UNC, Iowa State, and Gonzaga stretch. They have to. They absolutely must. Otherwise, they're done being talked about. Yeah, I mean, you might as well just say we're going to go one and one with Gonzaga yeah. and UNC because if we lose to Iowa State, we got some serious, serious issues. Mm-hmm. Oh God! I mean, uh, you might as well just said it. We'll win one, lose one. North Carolina and Gonzaga. That Illinois game already started. Oh yeah, what to, uh, nine fifteen? What what do we got for a score? Uh, let me check. <clears throat> we have got. Oh, that's football. Stupid. You God, dummy, you dumb bitch. Oh, um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about Iowa related? Which coach, assistant coach, would you most like to hang out with for a day? Sherman. Sherman. Yeah. Or no, Kurt Yeah. Sherman. Illinois is up eight to six. Five minutes past. Upset alert brewing. Yep. I mean, it wouldn't In be that good. That going to make me stay up till 11 tonight, isn't I it? I probably won't. The, yeah, I definitely won't. Oh, you guys are pussies. It's, yeah, it's Illinois Baylor. I'm sorry, I have to be at work the at classic six. Rivalry. Joey. Some of us have to work. Oh, God. I have to be at work at 6 30. You have to be there. To... Also, could you slam the door any fucking louder in the morning? You scared the shit out of me this morning <laughs> when you left. Sorry. Jesus. Plus, then I knew my alarm was going to go off in like five minutes. I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck my life. You have to be at work at 6.30 and you weren't even out of bed by the time that I left at 5.40. You know what I do in the morning? Wake up, deuce, brush my teeth, grab a handful of trail mix and leave. I shower at night. No point in showering in the morning if you're just going to go work up a sweat all day. Plus, right. I'm a clean sleeper. I don't sweat in my sleep, so... You can still smell my deodorant when I wake up. All right, okay. well, if we don't have anything else uh, Iowa-related... Uh, no. Caitlin Clark is a yeah, boss. Oh, Caitlin Clark, yeah. She's unreal. She's... I... Right now, would you rather have her... Her Caitlin career Clark. or Gustafson? Oh, uh, I thought you were going to... I, I, oh man. I think you I mean, probably. Clark, right? I'd, I'd say. I mean, I would say Gustafson. Just she was literally the best player in program history. So you're not like, if you're asking me to choose between like the best to ever do it or somebody who's a like a very very like highly touted recruit and like balled out in her first game has a ton of potential. I'm still gonna take the best that's ever done it because you don't know what's gonna happen along her career, but like. You don't like if somebody asked you, would you rather have LeBron or Luca? 
Doncic. Yeah, or, or if somebody's like, would you rather have Tom Brady or Trevor Lawrence? Like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is, like, super highly regarded, and he's probably going to be fucking good, but you take Tom Brady in that situation. Like, you take, a, like, what you know to be, like, the best ever, as opposed to who could be. Okay, let's say this. They're both freshmen, <clears throat> but you know Gustafson's what she does in the future. Gustafson. Yeah, that you still then you still know that yeah, she's the best that's, that's ever done. That's that, yeah. basically what the question is. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. That, was yeah, that literally didn't did not change the the thinking there at all. Yeah, we need to put respect on Gustafson's name because it is going to be Garza uh, Gustafson Garza Court at Carver Hawkeye Arena. <laughs> I'll make sure of that. Well, you uh, you're going to be in, in the, the uh, someday the... when I make it and I'm donating money to the university. <laughs> I'm going to say this is, this is my one that's, request. I was going to say you're going to have to give them a lot more than what, I, what than what than whatever uh, MediaCom currently pays them. MediaCom. I guarantee one Sucks. day I'll be making more money than me to come, and I'll be making more people happy, too, because their you services You better think of your brother, then. Their services suck. You guarantee that you're going to be making more money than all of Mediacom. <laughs> if everything goes as planned... It's a bold statement. Powerball does draw tonight. I don't play. I have a, a winning ticket from last week that I have not cashed in yet. What, Just the $2? $8. Holy shit, you wow. need to get on that. God damn yeah. it. Fucking go have a beard. Nice. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's all we got. Uh, football's rolling, basketball's back, and rolling. Luke is the player of the year, Caitlin Clark's goat. Any word on wrestling? I don't even know when that's They're going to be... You know I don't pay attention They're, they're going to be the favorites to win the national yeah, championship. Yeah, I know that, they'll, they'll come in ranked number one. But, but like, when's it start, do you know? I'm not sure if they even announced a date yet. All right, well, that's all we got. Uh, big... Well, I don't know when we'll record next. We doing this next week again? I mean, you live here now. It's a lot easier. Yeah, we probably should. The people miss us, I think. Yeah, I've been hearing all. Lucas Lee has probably just been going through withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs> My phone's been blown up lately. Hey, when when's the next episode of the HDR coming out? Oh, bless you. Thank you. Um, but that's all we got. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Hawkeye Tailgate Report. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram at. HTR underscore pod. You can follow us on Twitter. Mine is Myers underscore Luke. Joey's is Joe Mama 2196. Austin's is Myers Austin. Uh, Matthew Myers, who isn't here tonight, is Matthew Myers 4. Uh, you can sc- subscribe to the show on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, all that good shit. But until next time, uh, a couple games coming up here, so cheer for the basketball and football teams. Until then, go on. And fuck Nebraska.